Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of Pep Talks podcast. My name is Milena and I'm one of the co-founders of Pep. In episode five, we will talk about motherhood and entrepreneurship with Elsa Yamane. Elsabel is a London-based entrepreneur and founder of Bahri Fashion and Lifestyle. She shares her experiences of juggling motherhood and entrepreneurship and provides us with some key insights on how to start a business. Whether you are a parent yourself, juggling work and childcare, or are about to commence your journey as an entrepreneur, we hope that you take something away from this conversation. Thank you very much for listening to our podcast. Today we have Elsabel who will be talking to us about motherhood and entrepreneurship. Hi, Elsabel. Thank you so much for giving us your time to talk to us. Hi, yeah. Thank you for having me. Um, so I have come across your account of over Instagram. I've been following you for a while now. And um, I think it's when you started the Bahri um, swimwear that yep. I first came across of you. Would you be able to talk us a bit more about the businesses you're currently running? Okay, so Bahri, uh, which means the sea, is a beachwear and accessories brand. Um, it would have launched a year on June the 10th, so it's coming up to one year now. Um, thank you. So it started off as mainly female um, swimsuits and one pieces got a men's trunks and some accessories like caps and bags and also uh-huh. recently launched the first health and beauty product which is Bahri Moss, a sea moss okay. um, uh, gel which is used as a, a supplement additive and as like beauty masks yeah and also um, we have Bahri brunch which is, which is a day party but a pop-up in disguise so a day party at um, boutique hotels in London um, we was due to have a second one soon but now with, with the lockdown restrictions hopefully it will be in the summer but yeah so it's beachwear and lifestyle or fashion and lifestyle sorry mm-hmm. so under this Bahri um, name you run three like different type of departments I would say yeah I've got this thing which I call triple f so food fashion, okay. film and events um, film because I used to produce and direct music videos for a few years and yeah so food fashion film and events is really my thing and you just um briefly mentioned that you um used to do film mm-hmm. in the past would you be able to just give us a quick um snapshot of what your career was pre-motherhood okay so pre-motherhood I was a model for about 10 years um I started with in the creative uh, sector with um my first like catwalk sorry fashion uh, modeling competition which was Eritrea's top model that was over 10 years and um, we had a calendar for the 20th year independence uh, to pay tribute to that. So I did that and then I opened my salon. That's when I started to like kind of step back from modeling and move into entrepreneurship. Okay. So I had my salon and just before I um, uh, had my son, I closed that. But I had already started producing directed music videos. And that was just random. I was okay. with somebody who manages an uh, Afrobeats Nigerian artist. And he was like, he wants to do it. And I was like, well, I can do that. I know, I know, you know, cameramen, I know editors, I know stylists, I can get locations, I could do it, why not? But I had experience in it. And yeah, so I did about 10 music videos. I actually did my last one was for Andit Dogboy, Habanay. Um, I directed, yeah. recent edited. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. I think I, there, there is one of your Bahri wear in it as well, right? Yeah, yeah, I plugged in Bahri, yeah. got to plug it in. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple yeah. streams. <laughs> yeah. So you've always had this entrepreneurial mindset. Yeah. So you always wanted to do something with the skills you've had. Yeah, I always have ideas and I 
just have to bring them to life. I get really anxious if I've got an idea and, you know, I mean, I, I left school early. I was working on a market store as a Saturday girl, selling older ladies' um, fashion clothes. And then I was a Saturday girl in a hair salon. So, like, with the modelling, I did it, but I wasn't really in it because it doesn't take – you're not really ex practicing, you know, your creativity, really. You're just getting told mm-hmm. what to do, what to wear. So I started coming up with ideas, and the first one was Eritrea Stop Model, then the Islander Calendar, then the mm-hmm. Salon, and with the videos. Um, obviously, I get given a brief and a budget to work within, but it, it, it's I got a lot of creative control. Yeah, I think I'm entrepreneurial and creative. Mm-hmm. And um, having started so many different um, businesses in your life, what do you say was like the most challenging part of starting your own business? Mm, I think funding, how you allocate your startup budget. Uh, so, for instance, my for Bathy Swim, I had um, a cash flow forecast, and I put a certain amount in the box, which I guesstimated, say, for sampling. But towards the end, it um, it ended up being, say, three times that amount and the time. So, I mean, at the beginning, it's a lot of guesstimate, trial and error. And then hopefully by year two, you'll have a better idea. But making sure, I mean, some say with Bahali Moss, it was only a few hundred quid to start that up. Um, you're buying and selling products. But with, like, fashion, for instance, or bricks and mortar business, obviously there's a lot more to go into it. Unless you go to private label where you buy things already made and you put your label on it. But mine was all from scratch patterns and everything so having your funding and your business model knowing what you're going to sell to who and how and being and and being um persistent because you know you can't you have, you have ideas sometimes you sleep on it and you forget about it the next day but once yeah. if you really believe you've got to put pen to paper and have your business model i have to write everything on paper i've got to see it you know mm-hmm. even if it's just scribble there just so i know what my action plan is. so you kind of visualize you can also visualize what what the idea is and if whether or not it's feasible yeah so i'll start off with say what the idea is what's the product what's the service mm-hmm. how who's my market how am i going to get to them how am i going to package it how am i going to brand it and um and then i'll go into say the the forecasting the budget mm-hmm. breakdown i'll list everything that comes ahead there's other things that you might even think of you know um at the beginning unless you're you started the subjects or whatever i didn't study fashion um Knowing what you want to do. So your business model and your funding, I think, mm-hmm. is the most important. Mm-hmm. And you've also um, a young child. I do, Isaias. Yeah. How old is yeah. he? Isaias, he's he just turned five in May. Oh. Um, so he's five, yeah. Five. Uh, my son is eight. I think five and eight. Five is such a great age. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're starting, you can have <laughs> nice conversations in that now. Yeah, yeah. How were you able to juggle motherhood and entrepreneurship? Um, I think I'm really blessed and lucky to have, say, my family, my sisters. And my yeah. If I don't have that, I'll have to just kind of be really strict when I can work. So it would be, and that was in a few hours a week. Mm-hmm. You know what times you're free and obviously when they're in bed, which we can't really do much in the evening unless it's mm-hmm. home. So time management, um, you know you might have to go it depends on what brand you're starting up but with mine I didn't really have to do much work outside only if I had to go to a studio or factory or buy fabric to Paris to an exhibition but luckily my family were there to babysit mm-hmm. and if you don't have a support system I mean I think about 
mums a lot or single parents sorry mm-hmm. lockdown now who don't have support system it's really hard being at home alone with a child you know because mm-hmm. they demand so much attention and you get frustrated when you're trying to do something um work-wise and um, so, i mean if you if you don't have a support system then knowing what if you can only work in the evenings fine from seven to whenever this is what i'm doing or when they have their nap or when they're doing the homework or whatever just knowing if you don't have a support system just knowing when and how you can work you don't want them to be like especially if it's a single child you feel yeah. guilty if you're neglecting them if they're like bored stuck in front of the ipad yeah. I, I mean well memories my son has when he grows up so i try to if I can't give him the attention, then I'll source it to my family. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. I think uh, I think my son says that to me as well a lot. When I um, like with the lockdown, I have to work from home, and mm-hmm. um, and when I say to him, you know, just play, and he always says to me, "But I have no one to play with, mommy. It's just me." Oh, it hurts. Yeah, right my heart. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, right. Yeah. Put my out of office on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The risking like them having dull memories is just not worth it. I'd rather make sure that he's as happy as he can be and then work around his time. Yeah, yeah. And would you say that? I mean, you said he's five now, so I suppose he goes to, um, I mean, prior to the lockdown, he was in full time education. Would you say that, I mean, parenting or childcare was different when he was a baby and toddler and now as a, as a, as, as, as someone who goes to school? Yeah, um, before I had my salon, well, I closed my salon when I got pregnant okay. a few months after. Yeah. And the first, before he started nursery, I was really actively going to play groups all the time. I really enjoyed, actually. We'd go to loads of activities and stuff. Yeah. And then he started nursery, but then luckily I registered as self-employed. So I, he he went, to, he, from 15 hours, he went straight to 30 hours. Okay. Um, so we've kind of been in the school um, routine for a few years uh-huh. I mean most of the other kids his age were just in 15 hours but I registered as self-employed and got the extra 15 30 uh-huh. and so but before that I wasn't familiar with literally I, I might have a couple of gigs here and then a random modeling job or around yeah I wasn't working at all before uh-huh. school. and just developing the brand itself was just basically a lot of research um so parenting too much yeah got a few to work and phone calls isn't it really at the beginning yeah 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 and um how was your reaction from your family or friends or you know old colleagues or also you said you got went to a lot of the mum groups from other mums when you mm-hmm. kind of told them that you're planning to you know do that what you've done before you had your child you know become an entrepreneur open your businesses well what what reaction did you get for my family um well they used to be coming up with wild just random <laughs> ideas yeah. like, like what's she gonna do next <laughs> um so I guess it's just I'm 33 now I'm nearly 34 and since I was I started oh, every model when I was 21 I think and before that I was working in at 15 hairdresser or second girl um so they've they can't with my friends they can't expect it but my sorry my family and my friends I guess mm-hmm. um but I think with say Bahri Moss has got the, the, the most belief from my family because they saw from the get go we literally took a quick start up and we've been like busy every day we're so happy 
they really encourage the Bahrimos um, fashion. They don't really follow. And I can see now because no one's buying fashion in lockdown. Everyone's into health and wellness. Yeah, I think they're most excited. But any a lot of the things I do are always Eritrean inspired as well. So my mum's always kind of proud. Um, like I've got the traditional idiots on my um, accessories of Bahri Swim. Mm-hmm. Um, the woven trims uh, and obviously the name and the music I use are usually all within our uh, mm-hmm. um, so they expect it with me. I don't think I don't think they'll be surprised unless I I don't know. Mm. I don't know if I can do it to surprise them because I've literally been in so many different um industries, beauty, hair, fashion, food, film, events. Um yeah. So yeah, they they encourage them. Yeah, they encourage So for them they didn't and, see that, you know, you having a child would be uh, an obstacle or something where you know you should take it slower or just focus on motherhood rather than you know pursuing your uh yeah well I yeah well I stayed at home for three years so I don't think that, um yeah I think they were like go to, go to work man what are you doing I think that that's the decision you've done because looking back I mean I, I went back when my son was six months and about part-time but still I, I just regret that I should have just spent more time with him um, at the time, because now he just doesn't want to spend time with me anymore. <laughs> like he, he has so many play dates and sleepovers. You know what I mean? So they get busy yeah. in their own life and their own routines. So I'm looking. Yeah, like, I wish I've kind of soaked up the time and uh, the like. You know what I made most out of it when I was. Yeah, I think that 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 um, teen window anyway. Because I was watching the Bill Gates um, documentary on Netflix the other day, yeah. and around twelve, his mom couldn't get any couldn't get couldn't talk to him basically he was always in his room always reading coding or whatever he was doing like he just I mean yeah I think around that age they kind of not want to hang out with you as often and mm. um, you've got to force them I guess on weekends to go to eat or something yeah it's <laughs> but yeah kids around 12 seem to spend a lot of time in their rooms on their phones and that's yeah on I mean now we have all the technology side of things as well where they just want to um interact yeah. with their friends all the time is this yeah I think it yeah. It's amazing that you had this opportunity to actually spend three times, three years with uh, your son. Yeah, and we don't have Wi-Fi at home. So, oh. and I mean, he, he tried to download, he's had a few games downloaded on my phone, um, Ryan's World. Yeah. Um, on his birthday, we had an argument and I'm like, this is it. We can't argue every time you get upset, I get upset. So I made him delete all the apps. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and he tries it, you know, like when he because he knows my password. He tries to like read on the slide. I think when when my son Lucas, when he was that age, I I once he was in reception. I remember, and he we came back. He came back from school, and I got rid of the TV. I just got rid of wow. it because every morning we had arguments about the TV, and I was like, you know what, this is not healthy for us. And then he got rid yeah. of it, so we were, had no TV for about a year and a half. Well, would you guys just spending more time talking and doing activities at yeah, home? Yeah, and just, you know, and it was not yeah. argument, like on lunch, like dinner time or bedtime, anything. There was no argument. He would just get on with things. And then yeah. my mum coming over and she was like, no, this is embarrassing. You need to have a TV. And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I went to a parenting class soon after he started nursery yeah. just to help get ideas of discipline and stuff. Yeah. And one of the things they said is, um, like, say if they are busy doing something, give them the heads up, say, Honey, I'm coming in five minutes. We're going to have food. Uh-huh. Don't, I mean, like, respect their time. So, that, like, I used to come in, no, put that down now, come and eat. But he didn't have any time to, do you know what I mean? And then they get upset. They get upset. So, 
latest things like that, like giving him the heads up in front. We're going to do this, then he's got time to settle, you know, rather than coming, kicking and screaming. And is he aware of you running your own business and what it entails for you to run your own business? Yeah, he goes, Mama, are you doing, are you working with the fabrics today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's a little hype man. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Our, our, one, our number one supporters. Yeah, yeah. Same with Lucas. He would understand, like, and I, I used to take, when I mean, when I used to work in the office, I used to take him to the office and show him around. I think for them, it's quite important mm-hmm. to understand that it's not a way of us to just push them off and say, you know, we're busy, but actually show them what we're doing. Yeah. And then they're, it, yeah. it's like, like, it makes click. This, yeah. Oh, actually, she's doing this and she showed me that she's doing X, Y, and Z. It's not only, yeah. She said she's they got clarity. Yeah. They need that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I I definitely believe in that. We have to, that's, we've shown them respect as well, you know? Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. And currently with the whole COVID situation, I mean, we have been, I don't know, I've, I stopped counting. Is it week 11 now, lockdown, or week 12? I stopped counting. Um, mm. How are you coping with being an entrepreneur in these uncertain times and homeschooling your child full-time as well? Okay, I'm so lucky, but my sister, Winter, actually works in size class. Oh, wow. So she's doing all the homeschooling, yeah. And with work, we've been the busiest we've ever been. Okay. Um, with the CMOS, Bahri Moss, yeah. um, up until last week, literally. There was, at one point, we had 50 jars to make in one day. Oh, wow. Had, a, had our own drop of service, so I've probably made the most since even starting the whole Bahri brand with the swim and stuff mm-hmm. in the last couple of months, because, as I said, health and wellness like gym wear, health and wellness and technology, they're the only things really selling right now online. No one's buying clothes. No one's really eating out and stuff. Yeah. Um, so we've been busy and luckily for me, Winter works in size size class. So she, I've read it like maybe three stories oh. in the last two months. <laughs> but she does the homework and that. I know I got a touch. Um, but if, if I didn't have Winter there, then I guess it's just, again, um, scheduling your routine. Uh-huh. I don't think I would have been able to do that much unless I got help. Um we need like orders for the CMOS with him here. Mm-hmm. Um, like going to the post office and that. She sometimes I got literally like three, four uh, big, um, you know, the little bags full of boxes yeah. to take to the post office. Like I'm thinking, do I need to get a wheelbarrow? <laughs> 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 I'm honestly, like, please don't rain because yeah. the boxes are all up there. Um, but yeah, honestly, like I can't really say much because I've had winter doing all the homeschooling and we've been busy. Mm-hmm. Now we're sitting down and thinking, what am I going to do next? Um, <laughs> Don't tell me you're starting another business, thinking of starting another. I've got, oh my God, I've got so many ideas. <laughs> oh my God. Well, my goal is to move back home, hopefully within the next few years, uh, and take all my production back home. I've got another idea that I want to launch back home. Um, but yeah, I, I really believe in multiple streams. I don't think you can just rely on one streamer. brand. Mm-hmm. So you would yeah. say that motherhood has in no way thanks to your support system as well, hinder to you in just mm-hmm. doing what you need to be doing in life or what you want to be doing. Yeah. If anything, I feel guilty that I haven't spent as much time with him, but he gets it. He's there. Mm-hmm. He's right there when I'm in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. But And my sisters and my mum are there. Yeah. But if it was, yeah, I haven't, yeah, I haven't spent as much time with him. I think that would, that's the only negative. Mm-hmm. Um, but he gets it and he, and he loves like my sisters. So, um, yeah, it doesn't, I mean, I feel like it, even if you're not working, I feel like it's a really good time. It's like to, you can make a lot of uh, good use of the time with just evaluating 
your values, you know, yeah. soul searching and I don't know. It hasn't really, I mean, I still get on public transport and stuff. I don't, I'm not really concerned about the germ, germ theory, to be honest. Oh, wow. But for me, I think we've made good use of the time. Oh, 100%. I really worry. Yeah, I feel bad for people that live alone, though. Yeah, especially with a single child. Like, not if it's a child with siblings, yeah, but a child by themselves, then you, I don't know, it's really sad. Um, if you're really concerned about the germ theory, because the first thing I did was pack bags and went to my mum's, and everyone's like, you can't go to your mum, she's going to be... I like what you're talking about. I'm going to spend lockdown alone. I'm going to my mom. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's it's important for your own sanity. I think for me, what helped was because I was always, we were always Monday to Friday, both of us, we were out from early morning to late evening. We were both out. And actually just to sit at home and not do anything. I think this is the longest break I've ever had since maternity leave. So for us, actually yeah. really nice to, actually not do anything and we just enjoyed being at home um yeah and my son said that he said to me you know actually we could he said can I be homeschooled forever and I said to him, <laughs> oh, well he might have to be with the way they're looking with these restrictions yeah. I saw some wild things like squares drawn out on playground yeah. um floors of like hula hoops in them where they can't go out of the box oh, and play like a gel yeah. it's a telly back then <laughs> No, I said to him, you know, but like he really enjoyed it. And I think, um, you know, if you make the most out of it, then you both yeah. enjoy it rather than work. Yeah. Um, going back to your um, entrepreneurship and uh, motherhood, I think we've covered most of the things. I mean, everything actually we wanted to cover for this podcast. Um, we um, at Pep um, kind of end the podcast by asking the the um, participant three questions um the first question is uh, what advice uh would you give someone what what advice would you wish that someone gave you in the past so advice for your younger self okay um uh save more spend less yeah, <laughs> yeah. My mum always said, oh my God, you could have been minted by that, the amount of things you've done. Because I was so, like, back in the day, it'll come and go. Like, I, I don't really value money itself. I don't know. I'm not really concerned about big cars and all of that. Even, but I don't, I'm not concerned about buying a house. If I have money, I'd rather start a business. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yes, be better at saving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all yeah. about. <laughs> like, I had to get rid of my cards the other day because it was, it was a, um, you know, the, the contact list. Yeah. <laughs> I had to yeah. get it with the pink when you're you're tired and whinging or whatever you're like I might just tap yeah. it and go and that adds up yeah. um if you if you're not good at saving I would transfer it to somebody you trust your yeah. family like every time you get it and just have enough just to literally eat because you don't really need much money yeah. do you activities obviously maybe clothes here and there but with kids I think it's really just food and activities so I would save you know a lot more than I spend mm-hmm. I think money management is a big issue with the, within the Eritrean community altogether I think um and, I, and I'm talking mm-hmm. from um like consciously like having like, budgets and uh, spending savings investing and all of that and never something mm-hmm. that I've been uh, taught you know it's not something you've been that you get taught I mean I don't know other households I can only talk about my own but it wasn't something that I was yeah. taught but our moms are really good at money they make a pound yeah. stretch oh, and, yeah, you know they, they do a club and all of that and everything and my mom every time I go out and have a Starbucks she'd be like what you paid a pound for yeah. coffee I- <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Our mums are so good yeah. at saving. That's yeah. Even tra- it didn't transfer down for some reason. <laughs> but I know. <laughs> the, generation. Um, the second question we like to ask is, what advice would you give um, anyone who's listening to this podcast who wants to start their own business? Okay, get your pen and your pad and put your idea mm-hmm. down. So the business model, you can Google business model uh, templates and it just says, you know, what it is, who's it for, how's it getting to them, how's it going to be packaged, mm-hmm. what the cost, you know, and then the cost, I guess, is going to be another page. But put it all down and then after that, create an action plan. So the first thing I'm going to do is get my logo. First, second, or I might source my supplies or if it's a service, I don't know, I might, I don't know what you need for your service, like a course or get registered or, yeah. you know register self-employed first I don't think you have to worry about registering the business in the first mm-hmm. year and yeah put your idea down and create an action mm-hmm. plan you're st- to be the stepping stone to launch mm-hmm. so be um, really just about yeah what you want to do by when you want to do it and how you want to do it yeah and why I say pen and paper I feel, I feel like it's a completely different feeling when you tick off on pen than when it is on like screen yeah. it's like I don't know I feel like I'm expressing like sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I literally just just to take a note that I mm-hmm. thought of. So put it there, put it on the wall, like big A3 or whatever, and just go through it. And you're going to keep referring back and forth to it, add in, taking away. Um, but yeah, so um, idea down uh, on business model and created an action plan, so a to-do list in order of importance. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And the last question, um, we thought there was a funny one to ask. Um, so if you had to eat the same breakfast for the whole year, what would it be? Gaad, gecha or full? Gecha food for vegan vegan. That was so quick. <laughs> Straight. <laughs> yeah. With the actual gecha, yeah, not no bread or injera. <laughs> you didn't even hesitate. <laughs> oh, my God. It's divine. Yeah. When it's crispy as well. Yeah, you know, yeah, when the... Really the, the yeah, yeah. Crispy with the with the yogurts, yeah. <laughs> you didn't even hesitate. <laughs> if you have too much, then you can go back to bed. Huh? You didn't even hesitate. You just went like, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't I, like. There's some things I don't really like, like Hilbert. My sisters oh, love yeah. Hilbert, but I don't really get that. It's just a bit plain. But yeah, good just the one and get out. Yeah, just the one. I get it. I, I would have chosen the same, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time today. I think our, hope our listeners have well. learned a bit more about you know how how to start businesses, how to juggle motherhood and businesses and, um, you know, um, learn a bit more from your story. Thank you so much for your time yeah. today. You're very welcome. I would love to help encourage and um, anyone who is maybe stuck, doesn't know where to start. Yeah. Um, so if they want to ask, they can DM me anytime, email me. Um, but yeah, I would love to see more of our, especially our people creating brands and jobs and hopefully even taking it back too and help um, contribute to our economy, create jobs back yeah, home. 100%. Um, Thank you so much. Thank you're you. You're very Have welcome. Thanks, Malena. Bye. And you. Bye, honey.